Okay, uh, so Kyle, we, we, we are where we at here at the AFC, so you've given me everything. Now I need to know, in Kyle Quinn's um, humble opinion, who is the AFC – What is who is the AFC championship game? What two teams will be participating for the right to go to the Super Bowl from the AFC? Yeah, so I got my number one seed, Bills. Uh, Bills are everybody's darling. They're, they're my darling, too. I like the Bills to be in that AFC championship game against – the Chargers, who are going to uh, take down the Chiefs in that uh, in that division game, I, I like the Chargers this season. Like Justin Herbert, that offense. I like what they've done on defense. I'm uh, I'm feeling the Chargers and the Bills in the AFC Championship game. Okay, I'm I'm feeling the Chargers as well, but I'm also still feeling the Chiefs. Now, even though I've gone on record by telling you that I believe we're witnessing the decline of Andy Reid, and it's kind of following suit now, and the next logical step for Andy Reid would not to be. Uh, participate in the championship game. I still believe that, yeah, you take Tyreek Hill out of the mix, but Pat Mahomes, to me, even in that firepower pull AFC Western division, is the best quarterback maybe in football. Uh, so I'm going to go with Kansas, or, yeah, Kansas City and the Chargers. That, they're my AFC championship game. That's going to be a lot of fun, a division matchup, an AFC championship game after probably putting a bow on what's going to be a fun uh, AFC West division this season. All right, Kyle, and who? Does Kyle Quinn believe is going to represent the AFC in Super Bowl 57? Yeah, I like the Bills to do that. Like I said, um, I like I like they're everybody's darling, but they're going to be mine too. Uh, adding Von Miller on defense, Josh Allen takes another step forward. I like Gabe Davis to take another step forward too, alongside uh, what Stephon Diggs has already been doing for that offense. There, I know losing Brian Dables might seem like it's a little tough, but uh, as long as he's not taking Josh Allen with him, I think the Bills are going to be just fine. So. And I like the Los Angeles Chargers uh, just because I think that when you look at the Chargers, uh, it, it's going to almost follow suit to last year with the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Chargers are going to be the darlings of the AFC this year. Um, not necessarily the best team in the AFC. I just think they're going to do enough. Uh, Herbert is, I think, really his stock is on a rise. And I just I like the Chargers in the uh, in the AFC in that, in this season. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Chargers are a very, very deep team. All right, Kyle Quinn, here we're moving on now to the National Football Conference, a conference in which we have personal stake and stock in every season because we reside in the NFC East. So I'm not going to start, of course, in the NFC East. I'm going to start over there in the NFC West in a division that is currently in flux, probably the most flux of all of football, with maybe the exception of the AFC South. But uh, when you look at the NFC West, you look at uh, Russell Wilson gone, but yet Pete Carroll remains in Seattle. Uh, you get the drama out there in the desert. Kyler Murray wanting more money, but not really getting it, and he's not really worth it. Who knows? Jimmy Garofalo or Trey Lance, which one is it in San Francisco? And then, of course, the defending Super Bowl champ, uh, Los Angeles Rams. An interesting division to say the least, Kyle Quinn. What is your, what is your take on the a NFC West real quick? Well, I actually think the Rams are going to take just a little bit of a step back, and that's only because I think they're going to start a little bit slow. They were playing deep into last season. Um, Stafford's elbow is just a little bit of a concern for me. I know it was kind of a concern last season. They ended up winning the Super Bowl. But, you know, those kind of things can pile up on a quarterback, especially when he's getting a little bit older. Um, and like I said, coming off a of Super Bowl season, I just like him to take a little bit of a step back. They're in a tough division. 49ers are right there. And I, I like Trey Lance to take a step forward. I think he's in the perfect situation with Kyle Shanahan, the rest of those offensive pieces, uh, and that defense as well. So um, I actually like the Niners to win that division. I think Seattle, of course, is going to finish in last place just because, you know, they 
lost Russell Wilson. They're just not a very good team. But I think the Niners are uh, going to be one of the best teams in the NFC this season. So I think they end up winning that division. So you're calling it the Niners in first and Seattle in last? Is that what Kyle Quinn yeah. picks for the NFC West? Okay. Yep. I got Niners in first and uh, Seattle in last. So me and you got the last place team correct or together. Uh, but I, I still think the Los Angeles Rams are the darlings of that division. Uh, I'm not feeling the 49ers as you are. I just think there's too much, um, I don't know, uncertainty with that in potential quarterback situation. And I, I know San Francisco is not a stranger to that uh, mystical quarterback issue uh, with Steve Young and Joe Montana in the 80s and 90s. I lived through that. Uh, I don't necessarily see a comparison here, but I just think that there's going to be a, um, I don't know, maybe Trey Lance will underneath the pressure of being the quarterback out there with Jimmy Garofalo uh, hawking at, on the sidelines. I don't know. I, I just – I don't think uh, San Francisco is ready for that yet. I still like Los Angeles in that division. Uh, so that's where I stand on the NFC West. Uh, I mean, look, if Jimmy Garoppolo does end up taking over, they did go to the NFC Championship game with Jimmy Garoppolo last season. So I don't necessarily think that's going to tank their season if Trey Lance doesn't turn out to be the guy. I think they're, they can really only stand a game from uh, Trey Lance becoming their quarterback. So we'll see. So you don't think internally the team might be uh, Team Jimmy or Team Trey? You don't think that situation's happening on the 49ers, do you? Well, not, not if they're winning, no. I mean, if they come out and they're starting to win with, with uh, Trey Lance in the beginning, then uh, I think all those issues are going to go right to the wayside. You know, the quarterback makes the world go round, and that is, uh, I think that's a statement that we can both can agree on, right, Kyle? Well, yeah, but winning, I think, trumps that. If the team's winning, it's not really going to matter who's playing good quarterback. And if they're winning games, then they're going to look at Trey Lance and be like, Trey Lance is one of those football games. So. Well, Kyle, it kind of sounds like a little bit of a half-glass, full, half-empty type thing going on here. I'm kind of saying no, the same I, thing no, you are, I, but I just I, feel that the quarterback no. position is the most important in football. We, we agree to that, right? That's that's a correct statement. Yeah, but would you not also agree that the 49ers went to the NFC Championship game last season with Jimmy Garoppolo? I Absolutely, so, but they didn't hoist the trophy, though. They didn't win it all. So that's that's my point, though. I mean, you can get no, to the right. NFC Championship game all you want. It's all about winning, right? Right, but now they have a quarterback who's supposed to be yeah. better than yes. Jimmy Garoppolo, which is the whole point. Now, heir apparent, maybe, yes. I think Trey Lance maybe has obviously has a, has a better upside in the future than Jimmy Garoppolo does. Yeah, he was drafted in the top five, dude. Absolutely. No, I, I, I agree, but I don't necessarily think the time is now for Trey Lance. I still think Stafford uh, and everything else out there in L.A. I mean, L.A. is still built to win now. The window is closing on them. Not saying they're going to go ahead and repeat. That might be the hardest feat in all sports to win back-to-back Super Bowls, but I just like them as the dominant team still. Uh, San Fran might be nipping at their heels, but I think they're a little bit, they're about a year or so away, in my opinion. Okay, fair enough. All right. NFC South, Kyle Quinn, uh, a, a division in which uh, you would, if you didn't know it, it was still there. It's really kind of a quiet division. Uh, obviously, the heir apparent in Tampa. Uh, then you got Atlanta, I guess, you know, is it Marcus Mariota? Is it the young rookie? What are we doing here in Atlanta? You got Matt Rule potentially, uh, you know, uh, making deals with the devil to keep his job in Carolina. Baker Mayfield is he the new? Is is he the heir, is he the savior for the Carolina Panthers? And then the New Orleans Saints are they a bad team? Are they a team that's selling all their assets off, or are they a team that's just kind of laying in the weeds? So an interesting division in the South, Kyle Quinn. Who do you like in last place in the NFC South? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be anybody but the Falcons. They're easily the worst roster in that division. They have probably the worst quarterback in that division. Um, I think the Falcons are the obvious choice to finish last. So. 
And what do you like as in the first place finisher in the NFC South? Yeah, this one was tough for me because I'm in Tampa. Thinking the Saints are actually going to be a little bit better than people think. But uh, so I, I tossed them. I tossed it between them and the Bucks a little bit. I think the Bucks still end up coming out on top. Just you know, I, I I've been predicting that Brady's kind of going to fall, finally fall off the cliff this I season. Just, his head's not really in the game, but uh, it's just tough for me to at this point pick against them and pick against the Buccaneers, um, who've been kind of winning that division for a little while. But I do think the Saints are going to be right there, breathing down their neck. So uh, that that's going to be a close one. Well, and and. With the Saints, that's a perfect segue for me. I, I don't like the Saints at all. I think they, um, again, going with the quarterback mantra that I kind of live my life by, I don't like New Orleans. I think they have the worst quarterback in that division, and I like them to finish last. Now, yes, I'm well aware of the of the defensive prowess of the New Orleans Saints, and I'm well aware of what a defense can do to a team and how it can carry a team, but I haven't necessarily seen a defense do that in this era of football. I don't like what Jamison Winstead is, and, and I don't like it at all. Uh, so I'm, and of course we have stock in that, Kyle. We want that top five draft pick. We want that draft pick, that first round pick, to be a top five pick, like we did last year with the uh, Dolphins and the Colts. So I gotta go with the Saints in last place, man. I mean, I'm separating my wants from what I think is realistic here, and and I mean, huh? Jamison Winston <laughs> is a, a better quarterback than Marcus Mariota. I mean, there's, I don't think there's really any question about that. Um, but yeah, I, I, look, I know the Saints are kind of a they're question mark one way or the other, but I like what the defense did the past few seasons. I like, I, I, I don't think their offense is as bad as people are making it out to be. I mean, Olave, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, they have weapons around Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston can throw a lot of touchdowns i mean he's been able to do that now he throws a lot of interceptions but he can throw a lot of touchdowns too and uh the defense is doing their job and uh james winston's distributing that football I, I look they're in a weak division they're in a weak conference the saints can definitely surprise people this season. what was that one year when he was in tampa he threw what 35 touchdowns and 40 interceptions or something yeah, it was, uh, i think it was the same exact <laughs> amount of interceptions it was just incredible yeah, it is incredible um I'm going to go ahead with Tampa as well in first place. Uh, I just there, there's a lot of unknowns in that division. That might be a fun division to watch if you're maybe if you got patience for some borderline bad football. I don't know, but uh, Tampa obviously to me until somebody else steps up is, is the team you kind of got to look at. You know, Brady, you can't deny what Brady is even as much as I try to. Um, until he shows otherwise, they're the team to beat in the West, in the South. I, I agree. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Now let's move on to the NFC North in a division that's. You know, kind of common theme this year, kind of a change in division. No more uh, no more Rodgers and Adams. Um, you Now you got Justin Fields in uh, Chicago taking over the helm. Uh, new coaching down there. Uh, apparently, Minnesota's all the rage that the pregame or the preseason picks to be. I don't know. I don't see it. Uh, yeah, they might have some offensive weapons, but they have Kirk Cousins. And I don't know where everybody comes off thinking Kirk Cousins is something magical. And then you got the Hard Knocks, uh, Detroit Lions, Kyle Quinn, first place, NFC North. Yeah, it's, it's going to be the Green Bay Packers still. I, I, I like actually who the Vikings added and uh, Kevin O'Connell. So uh, I, I do think their offense is going to take a little bit of a step forward, uh, forward this season. I actually think Justin Jefferson is going to have maybe the best season of his career, and it's saying a lot. Uh, but I do still think Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers defense are going to be enough to win the North there. And uh, I agree. Uh, I, I also think Green Bay is the team to beat in the NFC North and, until somebody else shows me otherwise. Uh, and I don't know if – and you might you might be right. Minnesota might be the closest team to that. What about last place, Kyle? Who do you think? Yeah, back and forth between the Bears and the Lions. I know I 
the Bears have a pretty bad roster. The Lions have a worse roster, though. I know the uh, the uh, Bears are kind of in total rebuild mode. The Lions are too, but the Bears do have a better quarterback. I think in Justin Fields, Jared Goff just flat out stinks. Dan Campbell can play as many kneecaps as he wants, but the Lions just—I mean, the roster is just flat out terrible. Um, the Bears kind of went in a weird direction this offseason. They hired a defensive-minded uh, head coach when they have a young. You know, quarterback that they just drafted in Justin Fields a year or so ago, but I still like the QB over what the Lions have and the roster over what the Lions have. I think the Lions finished last. Yeah, and I went back and forth with the same two teams, but I, I came out with Chicago. I think that, um, you know, Detroit showed me a lot last season when they were things were going south and things had gone south, but yet the team was still continuously playing hard for Dan Campbell. We all thought Dan Campbell was kind of a joke coming into last season, and I don't necessarily think that anymore. I'm not saying he's Vince Lombardi, but I think he's got that team. Uh, you're right, though. The quarterback is a situ- is, is, is an issue. I don't – Jared Goff, in, in, in no sphere of influence or, or universe to me, is a good quarterback. But I don't know. I like the, I like the Detroit Lions to be one of those – I'm not saying they're going to get to the playoffs, but I, I don't think they're going to finish in last. So I'm going to go with Chicago. Yeah, I mean, congrats to the Lions on possibly doubling their win total this six games. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that works out for them. All right, Kyle Quinn. Uh, it takes a lot of um, a lot a lot for me here to go to this next division because I know we're going to argue about it and we're going to talk uh, decisively about it. Or def- you know, NFC East, Kyle. Um, I- I'm just going to jump right into it, Kyle. Who do you think is going to finish in last place in the NFC? I still got the Giants finishing in last. I know they brought over Brian Dable, but they didn't bring Josh Allen. Daniel Jones still sucks. The Giants roster still sucks. Talk to me in a few years, maybe when that new GM gets a chance to build that roster up and, yeah. in his vision. But uh, as for right now, I still got the Giants. Yep. Uh, I would never in a million years draft a quarterback from the ACC other than Clemson. And uh, until they decide to get rid of Dan Jones, uh, I agree. The Giants are stuck in purgatory, which would be, in this case, last place in the NFC East. I agree the New York Giants are the worst team in that division. Kyle Quinn, who is your division champion in the NFC East? Yeah, uh, the Eagles flat out. They're, they're, I think now I actually start thinking they're going to run away with no. it. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to expand upon that, or is just you're, we're just going to yeah, go ahead well, with uh, the, the Eagles took like five step forwards, and the Cowboys took like three steps back, and the Cowboys are really the only team that I think is even coming close to uh, competing with the division for the Eagles. The Washington Commanders, I guess now they are, uh, they have a quarterback now who wasn't able to be worked with by Doug Peterson, couldn't work with Frank Reich, and now all of a sudden he's going to go to the most dysfunctional franchise in possibly NFL history, and things are going to work out. Now things are going to be flat out ugly for Washington. They're going to be competing with the Giants for last place in the division. It's between the Eagles and the Cowboys. And the Eagles did so much more to improve the roster that Dallas Dallas took steps miles miles steps back, uh, trading Amari Cooper, losing Tyron Smith, and the Eagles just pretty much filled every hole to the point where you can't even call any area a hole anymore. I mean, you could point to it and maybe say it's a question mark, but you couldn't call it a hole. So I think the Eagles run away with this. So about the Carson Wentz, and I agree with you, uh, but there's one consistent in Carson Wentz's career. It's the Andy Reid coaching tree. Ron Rivera, you know, he continues that flavor. Of Andy Reid coaching, I, I mean, I guess Frank Reich is technically not that, but he did work under Doug Peterson for one year. So that's one constant in Carson Wentz. Maybe that's something he needs to look at a little bit more closely for his next team is maybe get away from that completely. But you're right. Uh, I agree with the commander assessment. Um, I also agree with the Cowboy assessment because I would, and I don't even care if it's totally wrong. I would never pick the Dallas Cowboys to win a damn thing. 
And But what I do not agree with, Kyle Quinn, is your assessment of our beloved Philadelphia Eagles. I think there are too many, entirely too many question marks on this team to uh, warrant anything from me other than a 500-type season prediction right now. And, of course, we can't do 500 unless we're, I'm going to say they tie one game. But I, I'm not, I can't go with the Eagles. I can't go with the Cowboys. So as a de facto default, I'm going to have to go with the Commanders to win the NFCs just because – I don't think the Eagles are, and I would never want the Cowboys to, even if they were the best. So I'm going to go with the Commanders. Yeah, I mean, that's just simply an insane way to look at things. How can you look at any of those rosters and say that the Commanders have any shot of winning this division? No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Kyle, but I cannot look at the Eagles and do the same thing right now. I can't. I just don't. I think there's too many unknowns. How? The same way you can look at it without a snap being played and a down being executed and tell me that they can it's just it to me i i there's too much in there is too much inconsistency on this team right now for me now maybe it gels and i hope to god it does and i hope nick sirianni we haven't even talked about that the coaching staff i think the eagles coaching staff was one of the worst in the nfc and now we're going to hand over all these elements all these weapons and elements to them to somehow make a division or god forbid a conference or world champion i don't see it kyle Quinn. i'm not saying they don't lack has Howie had a good offseason on paper? 100%, I agree. But that doesn't mean jack smack until the games are played. And it could all blow up in our face, or it couldn't. And I pray to God it doesn't, Kyle. But I can't, in good conscience, go along with the rest of the Eagle Nation when it comes to this team right now. Hey, you're, you're doing it because you choose to be negative, Matt, because there's a natural thread to follow here with the Philadelphia Eagles, who won nine games last season and made the playoffs, right? Yes. And you would admit yourself that on paper they improved the team. So how could you, so there's, the only thing that's holding you back from saying that they're going to improve is just because you don't want to admit that they did. No, <laughs> it's I... really that simple. So when you tell me that they made the playoffs, which is a correct statement, but when I look back at the... Uh, inside the numbers of them making the playoffs. Kyle Quinn, is there anything that left you, uh, the way they kind of finish up the season in terms of beating up on some really bad teams with some really bad quarterbacks? Don't forget, they only beat one team that was 500 or above last year, and that was the Saints, and they weren't 500 or above until the end of the season. So I, I just, again, I'm not taking anything of what happened last year at all in my assessment with this team. I'm, I'm looking at this thing as a blank canvas. This year, Howie Roseman, his first year as GM, I know that's not the truth, but what I'm saying is I'm giving, trying to give Howie the benefit of the doubt. It's hard for me to do that because I think he's incompetent and I think he's a fraud. But what he's done on paper, I will give him right now to me, at least as a fan, he, does, he did everything that I wanted him to do. Now, whether or not it actually happens on the field, is, is 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 the number one thing we don't have a quarterback we have a quarterback situation we don't have a franchise quarterback we're talking about our quarterback for the third year now about whether he may or may not be ready or may or may not be the franchise quarterback of this team kyle there's too much for me to wrap my head around here yet you picked a team with a quarterback who's now in what is seventh year eighth year who people are probably pretty sure isn't the starting quarterback in this league so your logic is faulty and you contradict yourself with Pat Roseman by the way. So, uh, I mean, just there's <laughs> the fact, and have you looked at the schedule this season, Matt? You That's... understand that it's easy, probably just as easy, if not easier than last year's schedule. So the, the logic there, I, I'm, I'm just not following it. I disagree, especially down the stretch. I think the schedule is considerably harder. Uh, Green Bay, Tennessee, uh, <clears throat> Indianapolis, you know, there's there, those games await us at kind of the middle end of the season. So I disagree with your assessment there. And as far as the ha- two teams that have taken a step back, by the way, in Green Bay, Tennessee. Okay, well, again, again, Kyle, I, I and I preface all this by saying I hope to God I'm wrong, and, and you guys can rub my face I'm in it, and I'm, it. and I, I can't wait for that day. But 
as far as my assessment of the commanders, I agree with you. I'm not picking the commanders because I think they're superior. I'm picking them because they're the last team that's left that I think could be better or, or that I can live with because I don't necessarily – I can't say the Eagles, and I'll never say the Cowboys. So I'm going with the commanders. That's all. That's bad logic. You're just afraid. No, I'm not. I'm not afraid because I don't believe in the Eagles this year, Kyle. It's It has been known to happen. And they have not done anything yet to make me believe, and I hope they do. Get a dog. <laughs> all right kyle uh listen you know uh okay I, <laughs> all right kyle give me your uh nfc wildcard teams your your five six or your four five and six or five yeah, six and seven so, sorry uh, I, like i said i don't have the rams finish, uh winning that division so i got the rams finishing fifth they're gonna have to be my number one wildcard team but rams at five Number six is going to be the Vikings. Just a weak, weak conference, so they're going to be breathing down the Packers' uh, neck for the division. I think they're going to be right there. They're going to end up with that sixth wild card. And then the Saints, I got it, number seven, man, like I said. Mm. Um, I, I think the Cowboys took too big of a step back. I think the Saints are uh, a lot better than people think that they are on both sides of the football. Um, I, I don't like the Cardinals to get into the playoffs this season. I think Kyler Murray's a rat and a baby. He yeah. loses DeAndre Hopkins for too long. It's going to be too much for them to overcome. I also think Cliff Kingsbury's a fraud. So uh, the Cardinals missing the playoffs, but the Saints in at number seven. So let me ask you this about the Saints and your prediction for them to finish in that seventh seed. How does that impact our first-round pick? Are we talking like a 15, 16, 18 overall type pick that we're going to get from yeah. them? Both of our draft picks are going to be pretty high draft picks. As, as in, like, uh, a high number. Lower lower part of the first round, right? Correct, yeah. So drafting a quarterback, a franchise quarterback, is going to take a little bit of doing if that's the direction we have to go next year. Yeah, it's going to be a little more difficult. Mm-hmm. But we'll feel a little bit better about it, hopefully, because we'll have gone deep in the playoffs. Again, that is the um, the Howie Roseman Apostle uh, friggin' motto. Hopefully, we'll feel a lot better potentially in the future. Now, I've been so tired of hearing that, but you're right, Kyle. That's all we can we can hold on to right now. So, my playoff teams, Kyle Quinn. I am going to give you my five. It is the um, and I hate to say it, but I'm going to go with Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I, I like Arizona in six, and I like San Francisco in that seven seed. So, there's are my wild card teams in the NFC. So, so, in your estimation, the Eagles have taken a step backwards and are going to miss the playoffs this season. Kyle, my record for the Philadelphia Eagles in 2022 is 8-9. and nine. That is my, my prediction outrageous. of their record. Eight and nine. That's just silly. It is silly. Well, you know, I, you know, I was the only one in 2020 who said they would finish with less than five wins. And I was also the only one who said they would bench Carson Wentz and fire Doug Peterson. Gee, I was right in all counts. Now, I'm not saying, and I don't wish it to be that way, I just feel it. I just there's too much for me right now to not be excited about. Because I just don't know much about this team. I, I don't. All right, you're also the guy who's been getting his foot shoved in his mouth about how he read for the past two years. But yeah, well, that's no. true, and I will continue to die on that hill, Kyle Quinn, until we are liberated. Till VH Day uh, happens in Philadelphia, I will continue that fight. So, so, so Matt, well, real quick, can I ask you a question? If Howie Rosen wins another Super Bowl, will you will you absolve will you uh, absolve him? So that's, you know, I thought of that and I've actually thought of that point too. And, you know, I would, but here's the thing, Kyle, and and this has always been me as an Eagle fan, sustained win, sustained win, you know, Andy Reid era type teams. That's what I want here. I want those types of teams, the teams that have solid base nucleuses that all that every year we just add depth to. It just seems to me with Howie Roseman, we have to build a team yearly 
every year we got to re- tear it down and rebuild it every single year. And I don't know if that's just the way football has gone now or if there's not possible to build sustained winners, but that's my problem with Howie, Kyle. Well, not everyone's going to be the Patriots, but let me let me throw something at you here, Matt. So real quick, if the Eagles were to win the Super Bowl this season, the 2022 season, that would make two Super Bowl wins in five seasons as well as, what, four playoff appearances in, the, in those five? You would not call that sustained success? Kyle, if the Philadelphia Eagles win the 2022 or Super Bowl 57, this year's Super Bowl, I will kiss your ass on 2400 Market Street on high noon of the day you're choosing. And, and, and no, I, I, no, I want you to get a tattoo that says how that says how he rose. He's the greatest general manager in history. Done deal, Kyle Quinn. Done. <laughs> if they win it this year, yes, I will do that. You better not lose this audio. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. I will tattoo that. I will get it anywhere if you and you can choose where it goes on my body. That's fine. That's fine, Kyle. All right. All right. I, I, will, I will not put it on your face. <laughs> All right, Kyle. So we got your we got your divisions. You got your wild cards. Now, who are your NFC championship? And I swear to God, if you tell me it's the Eagles, I'm gonna like fall out. But who are your NFC championship participants? Fall out, buddy. Oh no! Eagles. Are you and serious? The, and then the other one that you were uh, contesting me on earlier, San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Yeah. Now I got them making the playoffs, as I said. I got the 49ers making the playoffs. Okay. So yeah, look, I, like I said, I love what the Eagles did. Love the love with the Niners. So I think the Niners are going to take a step forward this season. Trey Lance, Eagles and Niners, weekend FC. It's happening. This is the year. Deep runs. So Eagles and Niners, and who Kyle Quinn is representing the National Football Conference in Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Unfortunately, it's not going to be the Eagles. Okay, why not? Uh, if, why if Howie Roseman is this next greatest thing? Why isn't it the Eagles? Well, I think Sirianni is ultimately going to end up getting out coached by Kyle Shanahan. Hmm. And that's the only time that's going to happen all year long? He's going to get out coached for the first time in the NFC Championship game or just in this particular case? Possibly. Okay. We'll see. So we're talking 16-1, Kyle? You're not saying – or 17-0 and and then a run through the playoffs then culminating no, with a loss in the championship game? No. Of course not. No, I have, I'm at 12-5. Okay, you're 12-5. and five. All right, so you got this 49ers matching up against the Buffalo Bills. Kyle Quinn, are you prepared to give me your Super Bowl champion? Yeah, and – uh long-suffering Bills fans. Oh! Oh! Man, that would be something if that would actually happen. I'm sure um, it would be... I wonder if they would assemble Jim Kelly and company for that Super Bowl. Uh, I wonder if they'd be there for that game, you think? Yeah, I think they would, too. Uh, would be in trouble throughout uh, throughout the United States. (laughs) I like the Rams and Tampa matching up in the NFC Championship game because I, unlike you, am not ready to uh, cast my um, aspersions into the unknown in terms of some of these up-and-coming teams. Um, I'm just not ready yet. I, I definitely think there's a few of them trending in that direction, but I still like the old heads for at least one more year in this conference. I like the Rams and the Buccaneers. Classic Matt, going with the old guys. Yeah, going with the old heads. And coming out of the NFC, Kyle Quinn, I predict an all-Los Angeles Super Bowl. I like the Rams to go back to the Super Bowl and battle the Los Angeles Chargers for the Super Bowl for Super Bowl 57. So I like an all LA Super Bowl this year. Wow, those Los Angeles fans really deserve that, don't they? They absolutely do, Kyle. <laughs> it's long and doing, it's long coming. And Kyle Quinn, I I see a repeat. I like the Rams winning the Super Bowl again. Uh, okay. All right. Matty Stafford uh, puts, probably puts him in the Hall of Fame conversation, what you say? 
now Kyle, let me ask you this though. Why, like, so for example, you mentioned Matt Stafford and uh, potentially a Hall of Fame candidate. I know you're doing tongue in cheek there, but where in Jared Goff and Matt Stafford's were the Lions that bad that kept uh, Matt Stafford down for so many years? Uh, and we quarterback that got exposed by the Detroit Lions when he was put there. I mean, where do you see that? Or how do you see all that coming out? I mean, is it kind of amazing to you to see Matt Stafford be as good as he's been? No, no. I, I always thought Matt Stafford was a really good quarterback. And short answer to your first question, yeah, I mean, the Lions are, without a doubt, the most pathetic organization in, you know, in professional football history. I think mm-hmm. they have one, one playoff win in the Super Bowl era. I mean, that's flat out abysmal. So, yeah, I mean, you can put Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson on a team and you can all surround them with anything else, then I mean, geez, like, look, it, they even had a decent defense. For, the furthest that team was ever able to get was uh, was losing to the Cowboys in the wild card round in 2013. I mean, that's just, yeah, I mean, look, the most pathetic organization in football history. So, yes, I, I do think they were what was holding back Matt Stafford. Now, with Jared Goff, he was being propped up by the Rams and Sean McVay for a while, and now he's sort of in, I guess, what you would call a 